Hey there, I'm the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Here at the Red Pill Current News Podcast, we strive on bringing you news that you won't find in the fake media every day. We also strive to bring you the truth, not only on politics, but the world news all around, including pop culture and so forth. As for myself, I worked in the private sector for around 25 years in the call center management and health insurance industry. Uh, Due to unforeseen circumstances and health issues, I was forced into early retirement last year. Now, a couple years ago, I noticed that something just wasn't sitting right with the way our country was being ran or being politicized as. So I started doing research, a lot of research. And that's why I'm able to now host this podcast. I've been on other shows as well, discussing my views. I'm also on social media. I'm on The Clapper, Rizzle, TikTok, Truth Social, Facebook, and many more. You can find me at the KY Guy, Kentucky Guy, KY Guy, or KY Guy 80. Different ones. Somebody had my name on other platforms, of course. <laughs> All right. So, yes, and I uh, do want to let you know that we do drop a new episode here every every Wednesday and Saturday. So be sure to uh, hit that follow or subscribe button. No matter where you're listening to, we are on all podcast platforms. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. And again, God bless and God bless America. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy, and this is Special Report Devolution Number Twelve. Uh, hey, I hope everybody is having a fantastic day today. Uh, I am the Kentucky Guy. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button uh, anywhere that you're listening from. Uh, we are on all major outlets, including. Uh, let's see here. We're on Amazon Music now. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio. We're on Pandora. Uh, you can find us, folks. Red Pill Current News Podcast. Uh, we do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. However, if you notice on the special reports, we do drop them here and there uh, as I get a, the opportunity to actually record them. I done this research on this, folks, a long, long time ago. Uh, well been almost a year ago and uh, and still constantly you know adding to it of course but uh yeah it's just uh getting the time to record them so also for you wrestling fans oh yeah uh i do uh host another show called a uh, co-host another show called against the mat wrestling podcast with my co-host donnie cage we do drop new episodes there every monday and friday be sure to check that out. We do have some uh, pretty cool guests coming up uh, later this month, so uh, you'll definitely want to uh, hang around for that. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to an episode uh, with Donnie in there, uh, you might enjoy it. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Okay, so before we get into de- – oh, by the way, if this is the uh, first time that you're listening to the Devolution Report, I strongly suggest – strongly suggest – if you just go and listen to part one, I would personally start from there and go up because this is a series. However, uh, at least listen to part one so you so you can get the gift on my thinking on this, okay? And once again, I'm asking everyone to keep an open mind, I'm not forcing this on anybody, not asking you to believe any of this, just uh, kind of showing you why and how I got to... Uh, believing what i believe okay so i do have a couple of news announcements that i want to talk about real quick before we get into uh the special report let's see here uh 
Okay. Uh, let's start off with the upcoming event. Uh, Miss Cunningham, who was on a few episodes ago, uh, she is actually hosting. Uh, she's a good friend of the show. Uh, she is actually hosting uh, a uh, virtual uh, conference called Soul of America. I think this is going to be awesome. Uh, the virtual conference is between October 24th and October 30th. Now, as more details come out, um, and I get them, I will relay them to everyone. Uh, but I also think we're going to try to have her come back on the show before then. That way she can give us a more uh, depth and information uh, on the conference. So that is definitely something to uh, look uh look forward to because i think that's going to be pretty cool uh also um the uh current news the red pill current news podcast we do have a new website it is up and running now finally uh you can find all our episodes on there uh there's all kinds of stuff and we just keep building it and adding to it uh and that and that is uh www.politicalnews this is all together of course Political News Podcast, Political News Podcast dot us, and uh, yeah, you know, so we've been working on that for a while now, and we've got it up and running, and uh, looking pretty good, if I don't say for somebody who's never designed a website before. <laughs> uh, so if you get a chance, check it out; um, it's pretty cool. Uh, we also ha- do have a Facebook page now, uh, and it's called the. Uh, it's called the the name of the show, the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Uh, be sure to check it out as well. It's also got a bunch of links in there to the website and and all that good stuff. All right, so let's move into the geopolitical, political, economical news. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that raid that happened on the last episode we talked about with President Trump. Uh, and President Trump calls hoax on nuclear documents reports urges warrants to be released. So uh, President Trump says he is, quote, encouraging the immediate release of document or of documents related to the FBI search on his Florida estate while rejecting reports that agents had searched his home for documents related to nuclear weapons. Quote, not only will I not oppose the release of the documents related to the un-American unwarranted and unnecessary raid and break-in of my home in Palm Beach, Florida, Mar-a-Lago, I'm going to step further by encouraging, I love Trump, man, (laughs) by encouraging the immediate release of those documents, even though they have been drawn up by radical left Democrats and possible future political opponents who have a strong and powerful vested interest in attacking me much as they have done for the last six years trump said in a statement issued yesterday uh trump trump's statement on the document release which his legal team declined to authorize earlier comes after the justice department yesterday moved to unseal the search warrant and after attorney general uh, merrick garland shoo man said in public said his public remarks Uh, Also on Thursday that he personally approved, we'll get in in a moment, the steps to seek the warrant that was used and would be made public. In a filing in in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida, the Justice Department officially asked U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt to unseal the warrant. Bruce Reinhardt also is a huge, huge donator to the Clinton and Obama campaigns. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, To unseal the warrant, the list of seized items, and the accompanying information, absent objection from the former presidents. Uh, And that's a report, and we actually give that report thanks to CBS News. So, yeah, so this uh, Garland, right, everybody knows who he is. Uh, he personally, he confirmed, he confirmed it that he personally, uh, signed off on, uh, the raid on Trump's residence. Uh, he was speaking at a press conference 
and uh, let's see, later than a previous scheduled, uh, he pro- he provided little in the way of new information regarding the raid, and he wouldn't take any questions from the press. I remember that, um, <laughs> but he did, but he did, you know, he did admit that he approved it, uh, in the uh, and that the Justice Department has moved to unseal the warrant. Uh, speaking at a press conference yesterday, yeah, so I already said that. But, yeah, he just, uh, and it gets worse, folks. If you don't think that this could happen to you, right, uh, check this out, what they're doing to other Republican leaders. FBI delivered subpoena and visits to Pennsylvania Republicans. Representative Scott Perry, who I like, he's also an ally of Trump, who really played a big role in promoting the former, uh, President Trump's, uh, uh, you know, he he knows that the election was stolen, was a fraud on 2020. Uh, and he wrote in a, uh, in a statement that, his, that contents, contents of his phone were private and not the government's business. However, federal law enforcement agents delivered subpoenas or visited a number of Republican lawmakers in the state of Pennsylvania following the raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida. According to Pennsylvania Live, Penn Live, some of the state lawmakers who received federal subpoenas were informed that they were not targets of an investigation. All the sources, this is a quote, all the sources... Uh, had been briefed on the investigative moves in some way, but demanded anonymity in order to discuss them, the reporter reported. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he does. He reports if he's a reporter. Okay, anyways, um, let's see. The the paper also reports that the feds were requesting information surrounding uh, Representative Scott Perry and the effort to seek uh, alternate electors during Trump's rejection of the 2020 presidential elections. The Washington Post reported on Wednesday that federal agents seized uh, Perry's cell phone, wow, the day prior, uh, as a part of the Department of Justice's criminal investigations into the use of fake elections to overturn Biden's victory at the poll. Gee, I wonder why they're so... <laughs> I wonder why they're doing this now. I mean, like, that was two years ago. Well, what's going on? What? 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 Oh, wait, 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 wait. American people waking up finally? Are they waking up, guys? Are they waking up and starting to ask questions? Oh, we can't have that. We can't have that. They can't take away our power. We can't. They, they can't take away our little puppet in the White House. Yeah, two years later. <sighs> uh, let's see. Perry said federal law enforcement agents... Uh, did not, they didn't even tip, they don't even follow the Constitution or the rule of law anymore. They didn't even attempt to reach his attorneys before the seizure of his cell phone. But he did mention in a statement that he would have handed it over, his phone, uh, had they, had they had, if they would have been contacted, if they would have, if they went the proper chain of command by law, he would have handed his phone over to the Justice Department. Uh, uh, the uh, Justice Department declined to comment, of course. Uh, the person familiar with the situation who spoke on the condition of anonymity, uh, anonymity uh, to discuss an ongoing, ongoing investigation said the phone was taken as a part of a Justice Department investigation into the use into the use of fake electorals to try to overturn President, uh, President Biden's victory. Perry is the first member of Congress known to have his phone seized as a part of this inquiry. Uh, let's see. This is ridiculous. Uh, I got a, uh, let, let, let's do a, uh, uh, a statement here real quick uh, from Scott. I actually like Scott Lee. Um, I think he's a good man. Uh, I think he was an excellent judge, and uh, he's got a, uh, he's always, uh, he's in, in my, and from what the research I've done, and 
from watching his actions and that he's always tried to do the right thing. Uh, so I like him. And, uh, and it's good people. It's good people that want to put us, American citizens, first. Good people who don't want us to eat grass and plants and bugs and crap. And good people who want us to make a decent living for our family, want us to go to work every, every day, uh, want our children to learn about the true history of this great country and go to college and get a great career. These good people are the ones that are under attack. None of the bad people are. None of them. Why isn't Hillary Clinton in jail? Why isn't Obama in jail? These are the questions we should be asking and shouting in the middle of the streets. And don't get me wrong, I've seen it and I thank you guys. I've seen how upset Americans are over the raid on Donald Trump's home. And all they did, all they did was if we had to wait, to, if, we, if we had to wait till 2024 election, they get Donald Trump back in the White House. All they did was secure, secure his victory. That's all it did. They didn't gain anything from this. But as we know, he'll be there before then. And if he's not, I'm wrong and I'm going to be a badly fooled person. It is what it is. Uh, quote from uh, Representative Lee. Uh, my phone contains information about my legislative and political activities. And personal private discussions with my wife, family, constituents, and friends, Perry wrote in his Tuesday statement. Uh, as with Donald Trump uh, last night, DOJ uh, chose this unnecessary and aggressive action instead of simply contacting my lawyers. And that's the rule of law. But this judge, who I told you is a huge uh, component of the deep state, uh, Barack Obama, and uh, all of them. I mean, we have more crooked. I mean, and, and Donald Trump did what he could in his first term. Uh, I think he appointed over 100 federal judges. Uh, he, he did what he could. But we still have those judges out there that will not and refuse to follow the Constitution. You know, thankfully, uh, and I told and. If you guys remember a few episodes ago, I told you it's very important to know who your attorney general is and what their stands are. Thankfully, you know, Florida's got a, a great governor. They do. And I, I've often said he's the best governor. He's not ready to be president. I don't want to be mistaken. I'm not one of those guys. He is not ready to be president. However, so far, remember, he's not. He's new. He's kind of a new guy on the scene. So far, in, in his term, uh, he has done and said in uh, many, many right things and is a great spokesman and has put Florida first. And by that, by doing that, you can see Florida is uh, jobs are moving there. People are moving there from all over. Uh, it's a great state to live right now, right? Thankfully, and I, and I believe he's probably the best governor we have. Uh, thankfully, he fired one of these woke uh, attorney generals. So we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to know who is in control of our states. Guys, it's not the federal. The states are the ones who, who have more power than uh, the federal government, and that's the way the forefathers drew it up and that's the way they should keep it now don't get me wrong they're trying to change that they're trying to these de radical democrats they're trying to change it don't you never doubt it do your own research as always don't believe anything i say do your own research but these radical democrats they they want they want everybody dependent on the federal government they want the states us our cats, our dogs, doesn't matter. Uh, if we want to drive, we do it on their terms. Here, here's your electric car. Go buy one. Uh, you know, if we eat, we do it on their terms. This is what they want. This is a tyranny 
government is what they want. Don't never doubt it. And the tyranny government does not work. Why don't you guys ask some people from Ukraine before the Russian war? Ask them how true, true Ukrainians, how they like living there. I bet you you'll be surprised. At find true Ukrainians that have lived there, not ones that have moved away years ago, that have lived there in the last couple years, and ask them their thought about Russians uh, invading Ukraine. It's not going to be the answer you suspect that have been, they've been trying to program us to believe. La Blanca. Go ask those folks what it's been like for the last couple of years to live under tyranny. All you have to do is open your eyes there, folks. I mean, they, they ran the president, their president, prime minister, out of the country. They took over his estate. You know what I say? My hat's off to them. They're starving. They're trying to starve them out. For what? For what? To, to put up more windmills? To put up solar panels? I, I mean, ridiculous. Starving them out, but yet they want to sit back in their homes because they own this farmland and stuff, and they're not doing what they preach, and they're starving their people out, and they're sitting back like fat cats just watching TV and eating. It's a shame. And don't ever think that if they thought, and they're trying, oh, they're trying, you can see it every day. Don't ever think if they thought they could get away with it completely, they would have us in the same shape as these third world countries. Don't ever doubt it. Just got to say one thing on that, and I'll get into the report. Uh, You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. You'll make no decisions and you'll be happy. You'll depend on the government for everything, and you'll be happy. This is out of their playbook. This is what they believe. And I know. I understand. It is hard to comprehend that. It is, because as Americans, let's be honest, we want and we try and we do everything we can to see the good in everybody. It, 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 it's unrealistic unless it's on a TV show and we're just watching it for entertainment. It's unrealistic for us to think that there are people out there who are really who really want to depopulate America and kill a bunch of us and control the rest. It's hard it's hard to grasp. I know. Trust me. I I've admitted this many times. I was asleep for a long long time. Uh and it's hard. It, it's, it's especially especially if you're a good person, a Christian even, right? It is so hard to comprehend that somebody could have that much hatred and and just want that much greed and jealousy uh it, it really is i mean it it it's and that's why you still have people asleep and won't believe it they just they don't want to hear it they, they just they won't believe it i've got family members they they don't want to hear it they don't you know what i say i'll keep praying for you that's all i can do that's all I can do. I'm not going to force my beliefs on anyone. I'm not going to, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, it, it all, st- <laughs> one of the biggest disagreements I've seen in this country, one of, is the jab, right? That's really what started it all. The, the big, huge, yes, there's always been Republicans versus Democrats. There's always been people who love the current president in there and who didn't. But this jab thing, man, <clears throat> the way they push that. And now what they're trying to do, the monkeypox virus isn't going to work because people know you got to be homosexual to catch that. So even they can sit up, I mean, they, in New York, they've, they're already setting up centers uh, to give the uh, monkeypox vaccination. They can do that all they want to all over the country for all I care. Uh, it's not going to work. Too many people awake now, right? We know that they just want to control us. Here's the thing. Their new deal is the environment, the green deal. It's so hot. It's so hot. People are dying. It's so hot. Okay, so first of all, this is not the hottest it's ever been. Do your own research. Second of all, here's the thing. If you do, if you do, and I've seen a few reported, uh, and if you get a, if you do a little bit more research and dig a little bit deeper. There have been people who have had heart attacks 
uh, this summer and died. And uh, they're blaming the environment. It's too hot. It's too hot, right? But if you do some research, and this took me a while. This is why I'm just now talking about it. And it'll take you some time because a lot of a lot of the resources that I've used for research uh, here lately are mysteriously being blocked and changed. Yeah, we're at war, folks. Don't ever doubt it. It's an information war. But if you do your research, and there's still places out there you can go, you just got to work at it. All these deaths related to heat that they're that they're proclaiming that's related to heat, all of these people have one thing in common. They got the jab. Oh, but that's just a coincidence, right? That's just a coincidence. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back with our report and get into the report. Uh, you're listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast Special Report, Evolution Part 12. We'll be right back, folks. Thank you all so much. Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well, all in one place, right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, and welcome back to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you already have a podcast, you can do everything right on the Anchor app on iOS, Android, or on the web at Anchor FM. All right, guys, so let's move into the evolution part 12, and we'll go over some things here. So we were talking about China and the Afghanistan withdrawal uh, on our last episode. And the question is now, so did China pose, are they now posed for a bigger role, is the best way to put that, uh, in Afghanistan? So only hours after the Taliban, hours now, we're talking about hours, not days, hours, after the Taliban overran Afghanistan, a foreign ministry spokeswoman said Beijing was ready for friendly cooperation with Afghanistan. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Yeah, here's their news article. On the basis of fully respecting the sovereignty of Afghanistan and the will of all factions in the country, China has maintained contact and communication with the Afghan Taliban and played a constructive role in promoting the political settlement of Afghan issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the same day that Biden's tobacco uh, happened. I forgot about that. It's been a while. Some of this stuff is is old to me, guys. Just new to you. It's just uh, stuff I've uh, put together and. Anyways, you guys know the deal if you listen to part one. Uh, according to um, according to the Chinese representative, the Taliban said on multiple occasions that it looks forward to China's participation in Afghanistan's reconstruction and development. This is a quote from uh, the Taliban leader. We are ready to continue to develop good neighbors, neighbor neighborless and friendly cooperation with Afghanistan and play a constructive role in Afghanistan's peace and reconstruction. Okay, so the Chinese said that, not the Afghanistan. What is the world? <laughs> All right, so so the Biden family, and we've discussed this, uh, 
So they're set to personally benefit from China gaining access to Afghan's rare uh, earth elements. Remember, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, you might be lost here. I'm gonna, I'm not going to recap it all because that was a long episode. But Af- Afghanistan is full of different types of materials, uh, fuel, uh, rarities, and lithium. A lot of it, which is used to make batteries for electric ran vehicles, which China has the number one uh, source on that. So who needs all that lithium? We know exactly, right? And the Bidens have a stakeholder uh, uh, stakehold in that company that produces them. So that's just a very, very fast recap. You'll need to listen to the previous episode probably to fully understand. But yeah, they're set to, they're set to gain benefits from China. Uh, and I think the timeline can serve as circumstantial evidence, right? So here's what I found. On July 6, 2021, an article was published in the AP titled, U.S. Left Afghan Airfield at Night. Didn't tell new, didn't tell new commander. Keep the title of that article in your mind. The U.S. left Afghanistan without telling the Afghan commander. The very next day, the U.S. announced Friday uh, it had completely uh, uh, vacated its biggest airfield in the country uh, in advance of the final withdrawal uh, the Pentagon said will be completed by the end of August. So it points out that the U.S. announced it Friday that had completely vacated its biggest airfield in the country. The Friday that they're referring to in this article that I just read, uh, it was the date was July 2nd, 2021, just four days following the announcement of the deal between the CATL and Tesla, which was reported, as I reported yesterday, or the previous episode, June 28th, 2021. Now, Biden, he still, he claims he was handcuffed by the deal Trump made with the Taliban for leaving Afghanistan. But I'd like to give you my theory on this, if you would. It's looking more and more to me uh, as... Once again, Trump set a trap. And once again, Biden and the Democrats walked right into it. Remember, Trump said publicly that he would be leaving Afghanistan. But according to Chris Miller from this August uh, 18th, 2020 article, Trump next never actually intended to fully withdraw. Statement from Chris Miller, Mr. Miller. Uh, quote, I always felt it was a huge uh, strategic error by expanding the war. I thought the war was for special operations, small footprint, he said at the time. By then, Miller knew that some in the U.S. intelligence community believed that the war uh, could become smaller once again and sustainable. We did plenty of war games on this. This is a quote from uh, Mr. Mueller. Uh, We did plenty of uh, war games on this, and we knew what the minimum force structure was. He had said this week, the number was 800. If all goes bad, what is the minimal force structure needed to maintain counterterrorism strike and reconnaissance capability? We can do it for 800 or to 850 men and women. Defense One was able to confirm Miller's account of the 800 personal study independent with other former NSC staff members. Miller said he understood Trump Trump's May 1st withdrawal deal to be a negotiating tactic. See what I mean? Trump was never going to fully pull out of there, uh, so Biden's uh, handcuffed uh, theory is 
garbage as everything else he says. So how much do you think Trump knows in regards to Biden's corruption related to China during this time? So I'm, I'm nobody, right? I like, I'm just a guy who loves his country, who is fascinated with research and likes to dig deep, okay? And I was very quickly, once I was turned on the right way by John and a few others, uh, I, I was using uh, only publicly available information, and I pieced together a direct connection between Biden, corruption with China, and what happened in Afghanistan, the Afghanistan situation. So just imagine for a moment what Trump and his most technological advanced military in the world could have pieced together. They know absolutely everything, folks. Remember, think bigger. Trump is always operating 10 steps, uh, 10 steps ahead. And Trump knew that if Biden was the president, uh, China would put pressure on him to leave Afghanistan. It's obvious how much financial benefit was in play for both the CCP and Biden's corrupt family. Uh, unfettered access to the Afghanistan rare earth elements, one of the most lucrative markets in the world, can officially be added to the list of reasons the CCP aided Biden in stealing the 2020 election. Now, by publicly saying he wanted all troops to withdraw and privately intending the opposite, he provides Biden with a window of opportunity maybe better described as a security blanket, I guess, of an excuse for his rapid and total withdrawal. Even Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Chairman of the JCS, General Miley, reported didn't want to remove all of the United States military presence. I mean... So, yeah, so they actually released a statement. I'm not going to read all this, but you guys can uh, you guys can look this up. This is on. Oh, this article is actually from the New York Post. Okay. Um, so the number under Trump steadily uh, decreased to 2,500 who still remained. Uh, the leadership, it go, man, this is in detail too. The conversation they had with Biden, however, and I'll, I'll give you a couple quotes from here, uh, but Mr. Biden refused to be persuaded. Huh, I wonder why. The two Pentagon leaders uh, stood before Mr. Biden uh, near the same resolution desk where President George W. Bush reviewed plans in 2001 to send the elite special operations troop to hunt for Osama bin Laden, only to see him melt over the border into pa Pakistan. Uh, it was the same desk where President Barack Obama uh, uh, decried on a surge of forces in 2009, followed by rapid uh, drawdown, only to discover that the Afghan military was not able to defend itself despite billions and billions of dollars in training. Uh, it was that it was also where that President Trump uh, declared that all American troops were coming home, but never really carried through with the plan. <laughs> Smart guy, man. Smart guy. Think what you want. You can love him, you can hate him. Doesn't matter to me. He's uh, still a smart guy. So, yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. Like I said, you can find that. That was written by, yeah, the Washington Post. So Biden, in a uh, in predictability, blaming Trump for the disaster that's uh, ensued that happened, right? Which he blame he, he blames Trump for everything. Uh, he's still blaming. By the way, uh, this was true back then. This is even more. Uh, So we know that, that Trump expected Biden to take this opportunity 
to betray Americans. And on April 18, 2021, Trump even goaded Biden into fully withdrawing and doing it even quicker. <laughs> former pre- This is a quote. Former tre- uh, President Trump said, President Biden's decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan is a wonderful and positive thing to do, but criticized the timeline and said the U.S. should get out earlier. <laughs> now Biden, you know, like he's he blames Trump for everything. Uh, he released a statement on Saturday aiming blame at the former President Donald Trump, uh, Trump's deal with the Taliban in 2020, which promised uh, reduced forces and prisoners uh, prisoner swaps. Biden said in the deal, uh, it left the Taliban in the strongest posi- <laughs> position military since 2001 and left him with few choices. Follow through on the deal with a brief extension to get our forces and ally forces out safely or ramp, ramp up our presence and send home and send, send more American troops to fight once again in another country's conflict, civil conflict. So why hasn't Biden sent in troops to facilitate a uh, safer withdrawal? Why, why did he just abandon Americans there? The only exp- logical explanation that I know, that I, that I've, and this boggles my mind, the way we left all that equipment and, and people there, and 13 of our men and women died, um, the only explanation I got is somebody forced him to. Somebody forced him to do this this way. I'm guessing that somebody is the CCP. And I think Donald Trump and those running the devolution operation are forcing his hand. Remember the story from above the uh, uh, Bagram the AFB was abandoned in the middle of the night without telling the Afghan commander. Why wouldn't why wouldn't they tell the Afghan commander? Keep in mind that it was Trump who signed the deal with the Taliban, and it is Biden and the political establishment who is backing the corrupt Afghan government. Crazy. Article from uh, August 16th, the fall of the U.S. uh, The fall of the U.S.-backed government in uh, Afghanistan to the Taliban happened faster than almost anyone in Washington or Kabul uh, could have imagined. As of Sunday afternoon, Afghan President Ashif uh, had fled his nation. The Taliban uh, were on the verge of once again ruling the country, and President Biden authorized sending in thousands of additional troops to try and safely extract U.S. diplomatical uh, personnel and others. Yeah, that's a lie. Uh, if, Joe, if Joe Biden, right, uh, and the United States were supposedly backing the Afghan government, why? Why didn't we tell them that we were leaving? The withdrawal has allowed the Taliban to swiftly, and we all know this, uh, to swiftly take over the entire, almost the entire country. This is the same Taliban Trump made a deal with. I don't want to speculate, but I can assure you there is more to Afghanistan story than what we're being led to believe. And I believe Trump set the table for things to happen this way. Biden had an opportunity to handle things the right way, but instead, once again, he completely botched it. Well, I can't tell you exactly how this is going to play out. I believe things are unfolding kind of like Trump suspected, uh, and he prepared for... He prepared for and expected things to play out this way because Trump prepares for all possibilities. His goading of Biden alone tells me that this is how he wanted it to happen. People, he's got, I mean, that's why so many people are wake up. Do you realize how many people were waking up? A million people, over a million now, since the beginning of 2022 
have switched parties from Democrats to Republicans. You think people are finally starting to wake up? The, the political establishment uh, has come to the end of their road. Trump and the military are playing them just like fiddles. At every turn, you can see it. You can All you have to do is open your eyes. You can see nothing's working for them. The final chapter of the political establishment has accumulated with Joe Biden as fake, as a fake president, red-pilling America with his every move. We are rapidly approaching the climax of this war. We are on the uh, cusp of a new era in American history, in my belief, an era inspired by the principles of our founding fathers had hoped, fought, and died for. In 2020, Trump's speech, I mean, you just, I'll never forget it. Never forget it. To grow up in America is to live in a land where anything is possible. I'm not going to read the whole speech. I've read it before. I believe when Trump said that in his speech, though, he truly believes it. He truly believes it. One of the things he said was, America's founding set in motion the unstoppable chain of events that abolished slavery, secured civil rights, defeated communism and fascism, and built the most fair, equal, and prosperous nation in human history. And we will save this cherished inheritance for our children, for their children, and every generation to come. Now, I'm telling you what, he, I believe, uh, I believe he meant that with everything in him. Uh, I, I do. I've watched that speech a hundred times. Nobody, I don't care if you're the best actor in Hollywood, could have faked that heartfelt speech. And uh, and he knew, he already knew, that we would be where we are right now in this stage. Now, there are a lot of other news, and that's all for the report for the day. But I, I want to talk about something real quick. There are a lot of other news, or uh, how do you say? It? There are a lot of other journalists out there who are a lot closer to President Trump than I am, right? And I'm not talking about journalists like on the mainstream media. I'm talking about people who do like I do, podcasts and videos and what have you. Uh, and they are they are putting the notion out there now that they are worried, they are scared about the deep state assassinating Donald Trump uh, after this Mar-a-Lago raid. So, and, I, and oh, once again, if you ever want to be a guest or you have comments, and you guys are very, very good at that, uh, this audience is, uh, you can always do that at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. Olkentucky, spelled out, 99 at yahoo.com. Okay, so some of you have mentioned and, and, and commented that, uh, that this, this bothers you and scares you, Okay. Here's what I'm going to say on that. I'm going to say Donald Trump is a very, very smart man. And if the deep state thought for one second that they could take him out and assassinate him, they'd have done it a long time ago. They'd have done it when they had better access when he was in the White House. I think he's got the best security detail anyone in the world has ever had i do and trust me when i say this i can't tell you how or get into it but i can promise you that if donald trump wanted to prevent the fbi from getting into his home in mar-a-lago he could have he could have i know on the last episode i made a statement that uh, the uh, Secret Service facilitated uh, the FBI when they invaded or when they, yeah, when they raided his home. Um, and I was upset about that and said they should be fired. Uh, after finding out new information, I was wrong on that. They did facilitate it. Don't get me wrong. They did. That's true. Uh, but they shouldn't be fired. Uh, you know, they, uh, they follow orders just like anyone else. So I'm just saying, don't worry so much about that. You're going to hear that. I heard Steve Bannon talking about it. Of course, everybody knows Steve Bannon is your new Alex Jones. I mean, he, he doesn't care what he says anymore. He throws everything out there and sees what sticks to the wall. 
and I have respect for Alex Jones. I tell you one thing, I, I don't know about respect. That's a little hard. Um, Alex Jones has been right about some things over the years, right? Um, no, I respect everybody. I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't. I respect everybody. Um, but he was done wrong in his trial. He he was absolutely done wrong in his trial. And I don't care if you're a conspiracy theorist. I don't care if you're an actor, a ball player, if you're a bum, if you don't even have a home. In America, you have the right to a fair trial. You have a right to be innocent until proven guilty. And that judge was so corrupt in that trial. I watched it. I forced myself through it because I wanted to make sure I delivered the correct information on it. That that judge was crazy. Crazy. She just, like, she hated, it's like she hated being there, and she hated Alex Jones. And I know he's got a lot of enemies. I understand a lot of people don't agree with him, but still, you deserve a fair trial. And then the jury awards the family like $4.5 million dollars that's not good enough. The judge has them come back the next day, and then they award them forty-five million dollars, which both of the both of the awards are ludicrous because this was in Texas, and Texas state law says punitive damages, which was the trial was about, the most that can be rewarded to the plaintiff is. A uh, hundred and some thousand dollars. I don't remember the exact number, but it's not even two hundred thousand dollars. So you can put that out there for your fifteen minutes of fame, judge, whatever you want to do. But yeah, I thought the law and the judge was supposed to try to help people and protect them. You didn't help anybody. You didn't help that family. They still believe lies. You didn't help them, and, and you didn't help Alex Jones. You wouldn't even let him uh, put a proper defense on. And, it, and if you all disagree with that, that's fine. But don't bring up things to me. Uh, let's call him uh, Mr. Frank. <laughs> don't email me uh, arguments without facts because you'll receive 10 emails back with facts, as he did. So, anyways, that's about all the time we do have for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Red Pill current news podcast this has been special report number 12 devolution thank you all so much have a wonderful wonderful rest of your week and let's go god bless and god bless america